Welcome to Get Jashed, a conversation series where guests share their stories and how they learn, deal with, practice, screw up, and rise in leadership and communication. I'm your host, Jess Jash, founder and head creator at Jay Lee, where I help impact positive change in high-performance teams. I believe there is more than one way to do leadership and communication, so here we are. If you want to know more about how you or your team can work with me, head to j-lee, that's l-e-i-g-h dot com dot au. In the meantime, I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Get Jashed. I'm changing it up because it is super important to me that I am consistent and as life continues and as it does, it is getting fuller of all of the things I want it to be fuller of, um, but it also means that I need to adapt to be a little bit more consistent here because consistency is really important to me in my work and in my personal life as well but um so every second episode is my aim to bring you this kind of episode which is more of an on my mind kind of episode um so i will continue with guests but they will be every second episode just because everyone else's lives are getting fuller as well um but yeah so every these on my mind episodes are really going to be little think pieces or feel pieces depending um you won't find them recorded as a visual on any of the socials like you do the interviews these are specifically for the podcast itself and what they are much like well pretty much anything that i share is is really my own perspective right so it's not rule um there are no rules as such it's really my perspective and the lens that i have and or i'm learning or relearning <laughs> but what i love about these kind of pieces is we can just dive in specifically to little mini topics um, and you can take what resonates and leave the rest and allow yourself to just explore what each topic that I cover, that I talk about, means to you. And it never has to mean that you agree with, but it is my hope and my intention that anything that I share at least gives you food for thought at the very, very least. So. With that being said, with this new lens on consistency, <laughs> uh, this week's episode is centered around responsibility to and for. It's come up a few times in this week leading up to, and it's a concept that I've been exploring for the last few years since I think my first therapist brought it up with me and explained it in the first instance. And it's something that I've been able to ex help it clients explore as well. When we find ourselves taking on the weight or the burden, even if it's not a burden, if it's not ours, it's a burden. Um, the weight or the burden or the responsibility for things that are not ours. There, there are so many different examples of what this could be. So one could be, one that comes up most often is taking responsibility for 
how someone else will react or for someone else's feelings. There is a lot of nuance in this. I really, really want to stress that and we're going to dive into it as well because this is the responsibility to the responsible to part, right? So we are not responsible for someone else's feelings, but the easiest way I put it is (laughs) we are responsible to them to not be a dick, um, to not be unkind. We, We are responsible to other people to show up in authenticity with what we're about, with our values. Um, And while kindness may not be a value for everyone, I'm going to blanket statement this. Acknowledge that it's a blanket statement, but I'm still going to blanket statement this and go so far to say is kindness should be that wonderful word should, but in this instance, kindness should be something that we are responsible to the world around us for how we show up. But if you've been in my world long enough, or if you've listened to enough of what I've had to share, you might already know that kindness is loving and firm. So when I say kindness, I don't mean being a pushover or being at the beck and call of everyone else or becoming a martyr, no martyrdom here, but kindness is, like boundaries are kind, we knew that that word was going to come in, (laughs) boundaries are kind because they are clarity for other people around us. Um, So kindness isn't soft, kindness is very firm and loving. Uh, But we have a responsibility to people in the world around us to be kind, for example. But we are not responsible for how people may feel. We can hold them in kindness and hold the space that's within our capacity to. But we can't try to control another person's reaction to something. So... What happens when we try to be responsible for things that aren't ours is we take away the ownership or the sovereignty or the accountability of the other person. It's like we're trying to take away what is theirs. And even if they're trying to push that on us unconsciously, usually, Um, it's still a, it's a, it's a, it's a yuck energy exchange. It's a yuck exchange because it energetically, it's telling the other person, I don't believe that you're capable of holding this for yourself. So I'll do it for you, but we can never do it for other people because it's not ours to do or ours to hold or ours to be responsible for. So when we're talking about responsibility to and for you can see how it's very nuanced when it comes to, for example, like uh, feelings and emotions and thoughts of other people, but we're not responsible for trying to create certain thought processes in other people either. If you make, if you remove the feelings from it, even we are not responsible for how other people think. Another word for, for trying to be responsible for that would, could be manipulation. And not a lot of people enjoy that word being used in relation to their behavior because We associate manipulation with malicious intent, 
but I'm going to talk about this in, in another episode as well when it comes to people pleasing, but there are many ways that manipulation can show up without malicious intent, but the experience is still the same. The, the imbalance of the energy exchange is still the same the outcome is still the same and that is is the imbalance it is the the yuckness um so that is well that's several but one area that responsibility to and for can show up in um another area is generally speaking it's 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 about what is ours to do versus what is theirs to do because usually responsibility to and for not not exclusively but usually it involves at least one other person so for example i had a client a student who is working through some trauma um and with with the right professionals as well so you know like beyond just their work with me um they have their their proper professionals around them that are supporting them and and everything like that but we had a conversation where it really landed how much this person was really um at risk if they didn't lean into that support and and very alone in in their world and i went like i i i leaned into my duty of care i went to the right professionals around them that i had permission to do as well and you know and just sort of flagged it and together we we got them sort of follow-up support and made sure that they knew where they could go and I said this to this person as well I said okay well we need to plug you into community so these are options and I really highly recommend that la 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 did all of this that is my responsibility to this person in my work but also um it also shows up, this wasn't this instance, but it also shows up in like first aid cases. If you've ever done a first aid course, you have a duty of care as soon as you take on the position of the, um, the first aid, the first aider. Um, and here in Australia, like you, you don't have that duty of care until you take on that position. But once you do, you have a duty of care to, to show up as, you know, and there's nuances in that. Um, so that's responsibility to within your duty of care of whatever role that you have with this person. If I was acting in a responsibility for capacity with this person, I would be taking on their troubles as if they're my own in the sense of I would, letting, I would be letting it impact my life outside of my work or I would be... I mean, I have concern about this person, yes, but I would be, you know, like it might show up as impacting my sleep because I might be thinking and worrying and, and stressing about this person. I might try to, oh, as I'm talking, I'm getting deja vu. Uh, I might try to, uh, I might try to 
control and force this person into the scenarios that I've suggested to them, um, rather than giving them the options, strongly encouraging it and checking in later, but also letting it be their choice. So it is entirely their choice and responsibility, like me trying to take responsibility for, would also be putting the responsibility of what happens to them or what they choose to happen to them on me. As if it's my choice, as if it's up to me, this whole other human being's choices, as if this whole other human being choices are up to me. That is what it would look like if I was trying to take responsibility for their actions or what happens to this person. So you can kind of see, well, like hopefully you can see the clarity and the difference between the two of going, okay, responsibility two is duty of care, maybe just human to human, like I said, kindness, um, speaking truthfully. I feel like that's a, a pretty um, safe blanket to, to put on it as well of like kindness and speaking truthfully as long as it feels safe to, of course. Um, but the responsibility for would look like me trying to take responsibility for what happens. So there's the two facets of that. If I'm trying to take responsibility for their choices, like taking over, over control it can show up as, um, or I'm putting the responsibility for them on me as if it is entirely my choice, as if it's my choice at all beyond the realms of what my professional duty of care is. It's a really, really important topic because if you're in any kind of facilitation, um, facil facilitator role, coaching or space holder role, um, leadership role, any of those kinds of things, it is important to keep checking yourself. I constantly have to keep checking myself because we generally people in those roles want to help. They want to help other people. That's why they're drawn to those positions. That's why they feel purpose in, in their work is because they want to help. They're helpful people. We are helpful people. And, <laughs> not but, and because of that, it can be easy to try to take it all on ourselves and take away the, both the accountability and the autonomy of the other human being in the equation that isn't ours to take. It's a dangerous practice if we, if we let it go unchecked because we're like, it's an enabling thing. It's enabling the other person to just keep making the same choices because someone else is going to fix it for them anyway so there's a like we're enabling um you know self-destruction or whatever it is um so there's an enabling thing it can lead to resentment even if and especially if it's unknown why like if it can lead to resentment because it feels like the other person is is trying to control them or that they don't trust this person to make their own decisions or they're not letting them make their own decisions but but some of these scenarios is it, it flies under the radar so the resentment can build without understanding why that there's that tension or that friction 
So it can lead to resentment, which is really hard to find initially. It's really hard to identify initially in some instances. And it can lead to burnout on the part of the person trying to take responsibility for. And in, in its own way, it's martyrdom in itself. And I'm not really a fan of martyrdom because, <laughs> because to me, if you look at it and you're burning out, but you're not giving back what isn't yours, it's not that you're asking for it, but it's that you could be helping yourself so much more by not taking on responsibility for what is not yours to be responsible. So you could help yourself so much more just by not trying to do everything or manage everything or everyone. Um, so trying to take responsibility for what is not ours is dangerous on all parts. It's, it's like the Venn diagram of relationships where it's you, me, and and the bit in the middle that we create like the entity that is you the entity that is me and then the entity that is a relationship it is damaging to all three <laughs> of those factors so it's really really important to check yourself um even if you're not in the spaces like of work that i mentioned as a as a normal human being if you're in a relationship of any kind a friendship an intimate relationship a person like a romantic relationship a marriage a partnership a work relationship or any of those it is so important to check yourself it is really 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 important to check yourself because it's so potentially damaging it's so potentially like it, it's a draining on all of our energy and it doesn't allow people to make their own decisions to do their own thing to cultivate their own sense of accountability and responsibility and um, ownership over their own lives so that's responsibility for in the scenarios and I've covered this but just to reiterate and recap before we finish up in the scenario of responsibility two. so as I mentioned in this scenario it is my responsibility beyond my duty of care. As a human being, it is my responsibility to act with kindness, to, if I have the capacity, to listen. But that's not always the same. Sometimes it's not our responsibility to do that. Boundaries, 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 boundaries. Um, <laughs> but in that scenario, in that capacity, especially in a work capacity, especially in work time, for example, you still have boundaries at work. Well, I'm going to get into that. We still have boundaries at work, but it was my responsibility to listen. If, I'm, if I choose to listen, okay, put it this way. If I choose to listen, it is my responsibility to listen kindly, to practice non-judgment, to show compassion, to ask what they would like to do because it's still giving them the choice. It's still putting the onus back on them to choose for themselves. So let this be food for thought. 
And like I said at the beginning, these are going to be little thought processes. These are going to be little, um, these are going to be little just thought, think, think processes or even feeling processes, depending on the topic, probably both in some instances, but they're going to be little thought processes that I've been thinking about a lot or that it's come up again for thought and it's never going to be fresh brand new ideas to me because I feel like that doesn't show up and, and give you um, the quality of thought process that I would like but you'll hear me go through my own process as I say it out loud anyway like you would if you were to explain it out loud to someone um, just like you hear me go through that when someone I interview in, in any of the other episodes brings in a concept that even if I'm familiar with it, that maybe there's a different lens on it. So let this be a little bit of food for thought or just planting that seed of, hmm, what does this mean for me? And I want to ask the question, like use, use it as a question of how can I let go of control and give that back to the the other people or the other person or the scenario or the situation maybe it's the the universe right like how can i give that control back to the universe and just be responsible to how i authentically want to show up and not try to be responsible for everything like universally you know like divine timing and everything it could be i'm not responsible i'm not responsible for how every little thing in my life locks in and turns out and works out and happens, I'm responsible to show up <laughs> for sure, but I'm not responsible for exactly how those opportunities come in or how, the, how I meet the people that change my life and impact my life in huge ways. That has happened a lot and a lot of the, the people that I can think of even in the last 6-12 months of this year that have come into my life and have impacted it in huge ways that I wasn't planning, I wasn't trying, sitting there trying to be responsible for the, the, the timing or the planning or the anything of how that came out. I was just responsible to myself and my life by showing up and, and, and doing my thing. <laughs> But I wasn't responsible for how all of that happened. And yet I've had incredible moments of, of interactions, of connections that have impacted my life beyond measure, that have impacted my life in a way that it can never go back to the way that it was in some ways, nor do I want it to, right? So let that be the question. And I think it's a question because it's been something that I've been working on a lot this year in particular is how can I let go of the control of feeling like I need to be responsible for everything and everyone and just be responsible for me in how I authentically want to show up so that other people can be responsible for themselves or to themselves. So... Let me know. I'd love to hear your thoughts or your comments or what comes out of it for you. However you want to reach out to me, I'd love to hear it. 
Speaking of boundaries, because that is that is a big responsibility to and for element as well. But speaking of boundaries, I do have boundaries 102 at at time of recording and, and release coming up on Thursday, 25th of November, 2021. So that's uh, it'll be Wednesday afternoon, evening, the 24th for you US folk. But if you listen to this after the fact, Boundaries 101 and Boundaries 102 are also both available as, as um, yes, evergreen products as well. So if you can't make it live or if you don't listen to this in time, um, you can still head to the link. I'll put it in the show notes that you can join up and you get a discount. If you haven't joined Boundaries 101 yet, you can get the bundle for Boundaries 101 and Boundaries 102. Um, Boundaries 101 I did back in May, so about six months ago. So that's already there. There's three full sessions, including a soul flow for you. You can dive straight into um, before sinking your teeth into Boundaries 102. But if you want to join me live for Boundaries 102, sign up via the link and join me there on those dates or that date, depending on where you are, where you are in the world. Um, all of the information is in the link in the show notes, but... Boundaries 101, we spoke about, for those of you new to my world or new to, didn't realize that I have this, <laughs> Boundaries 101, there's a whole session on boundaries with yourself, a whole session on, on boundaries with others, and then embodying your boundaries itself. Boundaries 102 is the energetics. So it's managing your energy with integrity, within boundaries, because often that's, that's the missing piece. That's the draining piece when we don't bring our awareness to it. So it's managing your energy with integrity. So I hope you can join me um, or enjoy it as the recording after the fact. But yeah, take this concept with you into your new week and allow yourself to play with it. Allow yourself to just see like roll it around in your mouth a little bit like say it out loud a bit like what am I responsible to and where am I trying to be responsible for and let yourself just play with the exploration be curious about it and and see how you go with that so that's it from me for now but yeah thanks so much for tuning in Thanks for listening to Get Jashed. If you dig these conversations, please subscribe and share a review. If you want to know more about how you can dive deeper into these topics for yourself, head to j-lee.com.au forward slash courses. You can also follow me on Facebook and YouTube by searching j-leigh and Instagram at j underscore dot leigh to see the full videos of these episodes and keep up to date with what's going on in our world of communication, emotional intelligence and well-being.